It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Wednesday, May 4th, 2022. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. The Sitka Fire Department helped some stranded hot tub soakers get back to Tom Young Cabin on Monday night. A group of people had traveled by water taxi to the city-owned cabin to spend the night and soak at Goddard Hot Springs, around 16 miles south of Sitka. The hot springs are located just southeast of the cabin, around 1,500 feet across Hot Springs Bay. The campers took two kayaks with them and were making trips towing small groups over to the hot tubs. Fire Chief Craig Warren says the wind kicked up later in the day and they weren't able to get both boats back to the cabin, leaving the group split with some at the cabin and some stuck at the hot springs. They called for the fire department's assistance around 5.30 p.m. Three volunteers responded and boated seven people back to the cabin for the evening. No injuries were reported. Southeast Representative Jonathan Christ Tompkins announced in March that he would not seek re-election after serving for a decade in the state house. Two candidates so far have filed to fill that seat, representing Sitka, Petersburg, and Yakutat. KCAW's Catherine Rose spoke with Rebecca Hemshute, a local educator and sitting Sitka assembly member, to learn why she's seeking a higher office. When I call Rebecca Hemshute, she's on a 20-minute break at work. She's an education specialist at Keet Gushaheen Elementary in Sitka. She's taught at the elementary school for 18 years, but has 30 total years in education under her belt. Over the years, I've followed what's happening in Juneau and um, just kind of kept my head down and did the best I could for the 20-some kids in my classroom. And now as a specialist, I have 35 kids on my caseload. And I've just always put an emphasis on making things work for them the best I could. And over the years, I've noticed that there's so much more that we could be doing and that we need to be doing. Our schools and our kids reflect our community. Hemshute has a predilection for public service. She was a page in her home state of Iowa's House of Representatives and watched her father make a bid for a seat. Then when she got to Sitka over 30 years ago, she met Ben Grusendorf, an educator and one of the longest-serving members of the Alaska House. He was a teacher, and I wasn't sure that I was going to go into teaching, but I thought I was going to go into teaching, and I was so impressed. And I was kind of mentored a little bit by Ben, and he he got me a position as a page in Juneau as well. So in a way, I'm kind of going full circle here by wrapping back around. Himshoot was appointed to the state's Board of Education in 2016, and in October of 2020, she was elected to the Sitka Assembly. She says her experience on the Assembly prompted her to want to run for a seat on the legislature. The Assembly's been a really pivotal thing for me. I was compelled to run for Assembly, I think, because I saw our community struggling and I thought there's more we could do. But what I have really enjoyed about the Assembly is it's sort of pragmatic problem solving. We're looking collectively at how to improve Sitka and we aren't really looking politically at how to improve Sitka. The Assembly is a nonpartisan body, but Hemshute says there's still diversity of opinion on it, and even so, they've managed to work together. The independent candidate hopes to take some of that energy to Juno with her. I think there's just some really important issues that we need to be working on. I think if we can take the same model our Assembly uses, which is a productive, collaborative process, that's going to really help how things get done in Juno. Our problems are too big to, to bicker. We need to get to work. Himshoot has a lot of ideas for how she can better serve Sitkins and voters as a state representative. Through her lens of education, she wants to focus on improving the health and quality of life for families in Southeast. You know, the thing that I know best is education, and so that's something that I talk about a lot. But we need to protect our our small boat fisheries. We need to um, 
you know, I even see some potential solutions at the statewide level for municipal solid waste. It's a huge issue, but it's not just our community. This is a region-wide thing that we need to work on, restoring ferry service that's reliable. There's a ton of stuff we need to do. Again, when I talk about education, I'm talking about the health of the community, and education isn't just what happens in schools. Himshoot is running to represent what was once House District 35. After some redistricting last year, the new House District 2 now includes a longer swath of the outer coast. It's a big area to cover, but Himshoot says she's ready to visit every community, from northernmost Yakutat, where she's never visited, to Petersburg, which she says she's fond of. She'll be going to the Little Norway Festival for the first time this summer. So there's um, a lot of visiting some really interesting places ahead and really interested in hearing. I feel like I really know Sitka's issues at this point. The assembly has been super informative, but I want to hear about how other communities are doing in the region and find out what their issues are. Himshoot will be taking a leave of absence from her work at Kikushahin in the fall. Her plan is to visit every District 2 community twice before the election in November. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. One other candidate has filed for the House District 2 seat. For the third time, Kenny Carl Scaffelstad, a Republican from Huna, has thrown his hat in the ring. KCAW will cover local and regional elections closely this summer and fall with candidate interviews, detailed questionnaires about the issues, and candidate forums. Wrangell's elected leaders are considering putting the former community hospital building and surrounding properties up for auction. But as KSTK's Sage Smiley reports, some worry about giving up control of the land, and there are also possible legal concerns. Wrangell Island's first hospital, Bishop Rowe Hospital, was built in the 1920s and decommissioned in the late 1960s. After it was replaced by the red-roofed Wrangell Medical Center just down the road, Bishop Rowe became apartments. Now, the 54-year-old Wrangell Medical Center facility has been replaced by a new hospital a mile away, run by the Southeast Alaska Regional Health Consortium, or SEARCH. Wrangell's Borough Assembly is trying to figure out what will become of the old Wrangell Hospital. Late last year, the borough received a letter of interest in the property from a Florida-based addiction recovery treatment company, which is looking to expand to southeast Alaska. But looking further into that possibility required some legwork, including an appraisal. Earlier this year, Wrangell's Assembly spent $30,000 on an appraisal of the 1960s-era hospital and surrounding land. Altogether, the property was found to be worth $830,000. Borough staff suggested the site be put up for auction on a public surplus site, which has been successfully used to auction off public properties in Wrangell before. But the thought of putting the old hospital and land up for auction gave Assemblymember Jim DeBoard pause. We always talk about site control and how important that is, and you're giving up your site control for basically $300,000 over what the value of land is. I worked there. We looked at remediating that facility versus building new back when it was under the city's jurisdiction, and it was about 20-some million dollars estimate to bring it up to code. Um, I don't see somebody coming in with an extra $20 million laying around bringing it up to what it should be. Um, I, I think there's a very good potential somebody buying it for the price and getting in well over their head, and then we got another significant issue, and then it's out of our hands. DeBoard also brought up another concern. The old hospital site had been discussed as a possible short-term solution for housing police officers and firefighters while the community works to repair or replace its aging public safety building. To me, it's, you know, it's way too much risk for 800 and some thousand dollars when the majority of that is the land value. 
Assemblymember Dave Powell said he felt those concerns were overblown. When you sell something, you're not going to get to, you don't get to say what's going on with it. I mean, someone buys it, it's theirs. And whether we have a problem with it later on down the road is, is beside the point. I am 100% for getting rid of properties that we have. We have no reason to have them. However, Powell agreed he felt the hospital could be important in the process of redoing Wrangell's public safety facility. But I'm not going to wait three to five years and be sitting on that property that we could be getting taxes on. That, that's ridiculous. Borough manager Jeff Good told assembly members that if the borough had the millions of dollars in funding required to demolish the old hospital and prep the site, it would make an ideal location for a new public safety building. But the money isn't there. The Wrangell Medical Center, there's a ton of issues with that building. We start talking about remediating the public safety building. I'd much rather do that than start trying to remediate the medical center because it's got way more issues than what the public safety building does. So I definitely don't want to start remediating the Wrangell Medical Center. Good said the borough is looking into a number of potential options for remediating or replacing Wrangell's public safety building. He also pointed out the borough is spending just under $100,000 a year to keep the old hospital from going further into disrepair. We still provide heat to it. We still provide electrical power to it. And then we also still do the maintenance to that building because if we don't, then it's really, it'll, it'll fall apart. Um, it'll be a hazard. It'll be a public safety hazard. Beyond potential uses to the borough during the public safety building replacement project, Assemblymember Patty Gilbert also brought up a potential legal issue with putting the old Wrangell Medical Center up for auction. Well, when we're going out to bid, even though the value is would no longer be 830000 it's whatever, whoever pays for that. So are we in financial and legal jeopardy if we offer a property and it does go up past a million. Borough Code states that the sale of borough property over a million dollars has to go before the voters of Wrangell, but it's not clear whether an auction of property that could, but might not, net over the million dollar mark would fall under that law. Wrangell's assembly postponed moving towards a public auction of the property until its May 10th meeting, so officials can consult with the borough attorney about whether a million dollar bid could bring legal trouble. Borough staff say the earliest the former hospital could be up for auction would be in mid-May. In Wrangell, I'm Sage Smiley. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a quick look at the weather for Sitka for today, Wednesday, May 4th, 2022. Today, widespread rain showers, highs around 50, southeast winds to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, scattered rain showers, lows around 40, southeast winds to 10 miles per hour. You're tuned into your community radio station, Raven Radio, KCAW, Sitka. This is-